everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And today we're doing another one of our romantic reading wrap ups. And we have, it's been two months since we did one, which seems a little crazy, but uh, we're excited to be back. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Bree is here. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? I'm good. It is our time of year to thrive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you believe it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been a couple of months since we uh, have been able to talk, and I definitely missed it. I know, me too. Yeah. But I mean, we also talk. I'm right, right. You know, all the time. <laughs> but I miss talking books. It's always fun. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like the busy season of life where it's like, okay, how do I read and also watch all the Christmas movies coming on TV? Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> But uh, that's why I do have uh, a quite a bit, but most of the books that I read were books that I read in August and September. Okay. Uh, not in not in October. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about for you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I read I read some stuff in October. So. Oh, good. Okay, good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Well, we had our book of the month. This month is Pumpkin Everything by Beth Labonte. And this is an interesting book because I read it uh, after having seen the movie. And I I think that always is interesting because you know, instead of having your own kind of image for the characters, you can't help but have the image of the, the actors and everything in the movie. Right. Yeah. You no. Know? And, uh, and so sometimes that can be a good thing. And sometimes it can, uh, you can actually think that the uh, movie is better. I don't know. How, how did you feel about the book in general? And uh, what did you think about the movie, I guess, in comparison? Okay, so I made the mistake of, I was like halfway through the book, right? And then I, like I caught, I'm pretty sure I caught COVID again. So I was like, okay, I'll just sit here and watch movies today. Like it's a sick day. And I was like, okay, I have pumpkin everything. It's fine. Let's watch this. And so I watched the movie like halfway through reading the book. Uh-huh. And oh, that's interesting. I don't think that's a good idea either, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I was like, why did you change this about the, you know, like they're mm-hmm. just, it's, it's interesting because we've we've read books before that hallmark adapted to movies right and we were like okay this is totally different it's so it's like loosely based yeah and this one like there were a lot of similarities but i think the tone of the movie is totally different from the book and i kind of wish they would have stuck with 
the book Mm. i don't know i mean i felt like their chemistry in the movie was was so good that i think that i almost felt like the chemistry felt a little lacking for me in the book compared to what we got in the movie but it's it's hard because how are you going to duplicate like actual real people that you're seeing you know together yeah uh, yeah versus uh you know in in the book but i i don't know i just felt like the chemistry in the book was kind of flat but uh but yeah they definitely have a more it's not a it's it's a little bit more silly i would say in the movie than in the book would you agree yeah, in the i just wish that in the because you know in the book it's like she's kind of nervous that people have read her book right she's like trying to figure yeah. out i kind of wish that they would have stuck with that it just would have added a little bit of comedy i guess yeah. to the movie because the movie was like super serious and the grandfather was such a grump and yeah he really was i mean especially because if you think about the fact that he really could have killed people crashing his car into the window of a popular restaurant yeah that's not just some like little thing yeah 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 yeah. sure you know (laughs) and they treated it kind of like it it was like oh it's just well certainly he did treated like it was it was oh just this little thing I'm like no <laughs> this person should not have a license that's for sure it could have ended badly yeah which granted in the movie it does show that like he does put it in reverse and like he thinks he's reversing but it like shoots forward so it was an accident but yeah his his mentality and afterward and his attitude toward it it was like Dude, you literally ran into a building where people were. It could mm-hmm. have ended really bad. Yeah. It, I don't know. That was an interesting, interesting choice, I think, mm-hmm. on behalf yeah. of the writer. Yeah. And I was surprised that kind of Hallmark even did that. Oh, yeah. Know, I the, definitely thought they were going to change that. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd come up with something else. And if people haven't seen the movie or read the book, like basically the story is, is that she was a she left home of Ottenborough and she be- to become a famous uh, writer and she ends up writing these vampire books <clears throat> and she ends up writing these vampire books and they become very popular and uh, she has to then go home after her father gets in this or grandfather gets in this accident and uh, she's trying to help him to get into uh, like assisted living or something. And he is very resistant to put it mildly. And I've, I've always kind of joked that like, there's, there's a certain point in every human's life where they decide I'm going to be cuddly or I'm going to be curmudgeon. And <laughs> the old people in my life, some of them chose curmudgeon and some of them chose cuddly. <laughs> right. And I, I don't know what I will choose. We'll see. But the the grandpa in this in this book slash movie definitely chose curmudgeon. Yeah, and he's such a just grumpy old man. Like he owns the store, pumpkin everything, and I, I again I'm thinking of the movie now because it's hard. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And like he was hoping secretly that she would always take over the store, but that's not where her life went. Like that's not the path she chose. So. He's just like 
I think, bitter and resentful. And But at least in the movie, you see him, you know, be sweet at the end. So, Well, and nobody has read her books, which I, to me, totally, totally tracks. <laughs> totally checks yeah. out because I mean, most of the people in my life rarely, if ever, listen to an episode of my podcast, which is right. fine. You know, they're, yeah. they're busy and that's fine. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's actually pretty common, especially if they know that they might be in, kind of in it or they might yeah. suspect they'd be in it, then you'd be more hesitant to uh, uh, to to not read it. And also if they, both both Kit and the grandpa are kind of resentful of the books because they think I took her away. Yeah. My big question is who at Hallmark was digging through kindle unlimited to find this book <laughs> to adapt it <laughs> yeah it's really true how did they find this obscure i guess they were looking for fall maybe there's just not that many fall reads i don't know yeah i the other day when i watched um a kiss met christmas i saw that it was adapted by a lori wilde novel and i was like yeah last time rachel and i read a lawyer a lori wilde that hallmark <laughs> adapted into a movie <laughs> It yeah, was I mean, nothing like the book. And I was like, this movie is obviously nothing like the book because the book is literally set in Texas and the movie is set in Maine. So we'll just go with loosely, very loosely based. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially in that, yeah, the Lori Wildman, nothing. I mean, except for the fact there is like briefly a veil mentioned yeah. in the book. <laughs> but I was like, again, I was like, who is, like, who at Hallmark loves Lori Wilde? Like, rightfully so, wonderful author, but like, who <laughs> are you just like randomly going through their great aunt's romance novels or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is our next adaptation right here. I mean, hit yeah, us up, Hallmark. We, we have recommendations. We have recommendations. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so what did you think of Kit and Amy? Uh, did Do you think that the book did Second Chance Romance well? Um, I did again. It's, it's, it's hard. Cause I watched the movie halfway through the book. So uh -huh. by the time I got, and I like wanted to, I waited a couple days to pick the book back up. Cause I was trying to like, not think of the movie while I was reading it. Um, but I mean, I think it did, you know, it's, this book is very on brand, I think with what Hallmark would want to put on screen. So you know, girl comes back home because yeah. whatever reason, here's the guy that she left behind. Like it felt very on brand for what we kind of want and expect. Yeah. I said in the movie recap that it felt like old school Hallmark to me. Yeah. Yeah. The girl coming back from the cities, small town, all the fall stuff, and, you know, pumpkin, everything. And I kind of liked that. I mean, I, I like there's a reason why I started watching Hallmark. I like, I like old school Hallmark and it, in a way it's kind of refreshing. Like I like all the new stuff too, but it's nice every once in a while when they throw in something old school too. Agree. Yeah. This yeah. felt very throwback fall harvest, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the whole name of the town is Autumnboro. Autumnboro. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how this pumpkin everything store could really stay in business. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, pumpkin spice latte is super popular PSL, 
uh and uh but it just seems like year round yeah it's such a fantasy right like come on now like come i mean they they live in what is it new hampshire or vermont it was something like that yeah new england so like after i'd say what november i'm sure it's like freezing cold the pumpkins are done like it's time to move on so it's like i was thinking the same thing like how do they survive after this but it's again it's just i think that fantasy of like Uh this small town called autumnboro that like everybody loves the fall you know but like what about the other seasons what do we do during the spring (laughs) at pumpkin everything yeah they change it over to like i don't know what's a spring uh spring food i'm trying to think uh, beautiful flowers flowers yeah, yeah. <laughs> ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes if the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. What annoyed me more? I was fine with all of that, the second chance romance, everything. But I thought, first of all, her reason for why she, why she got upset with him and left was pretty stupid. The fact he wouldn't take her to prom. Um, yeah. What? Like, I didn't ever go to prom. I and- didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can understand being a little bummed out, but like leaving and, and, and like was ridiculous i mean granted she's a teenager so you do stupid stuff when you're a teenager but still that was not a, i think a very compelling reason that they gave I, yeah yeah and then when she gets all huffy at him for the fact that he wants to buy the house and i think turn it into like a b&b or something yeah his, that's what his mom always his wanted mom wanted and she's all just how dare you and everything and that was just that was an eye roll for me because i don't know i get kind of tired sometimes in these books slash movies when characters are so kind of obsessed with material possessions like a house i understand that it has a sentimental value i that it's important but it's not as important as people yeah it's almost like if you change this then that like this is the last in her mind this is the last thing last reason i have to come back here so if you take over and change it then you're taking that away from me but also at the same time like you haven't really been back here in years until now so yeah. you know it's like such a selfish 
bratty moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I thought so. And and not even really having a real discussion about it and seeing that he has he has sentimental reasons too. Yeah. You know, and and you're gonna turn us all into condos, you know? I'm like, oh gosh, condos. You know, Hallmark viewers, we don't do condos. Okay. No. <laughs> when we hear that somebody wants to swoop in and make condos, we are up in arms. Condos and malls. Okay. Yeah. We don't do it. Well, I I always have a little section that I read and it was hard to find like a really good section. I mean, maybe that shows the weakness a little bit in the writing, but it was all fairly, um, uh, it was more on like serviceable level level. There wasn't like a speech or something that really like stood out as, Oh, this is juicy and fun. Yeah. But this is the one I picked. It says kit. I breathe squinting up at him against the backdrop of a brilliant autumn sc- Ah, sorry. Kit, I breathe, squinting up at him against the backdrop of a brilliant blue autumn sky. He'd changed so much, the high school boy with the sweet face and the neatly kept dirty blonde hair had been replaced by this more rugged, more lumberjacky model. Kit Parker 3.0. Holy moly. <laughs> Kit Parker 3.0. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I, I don't know if that description really captures uh, Corey Sevier, but I mean, I love him. I love wrong, him too. But, but yeah, it's it's more like Trevor Donovan. I think this description. Yeah, for so. sure. But I mean, I loved seeing Corey in the movie. Oh yeah, he was. I thought he was so swoonworthy in that movie. The way that he kept like looking at her across the room, which yeah. is I, I love in those kinds of movies that they like in Jane Austen, they do it all the time. The long lingering look uh, where they just are like in real life, it would be super weird to have this guy just like staring at you all day. Uh, but in the movies, it's very dreamy. <laughs> oh, I know they had it in a Kismet Christmas too. The yeah. guy taking the pictures like Santa over here. And I'm like, Oh, he can't take his eyes off of her. It's her. I love it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, and I just, I thought they had really good chemistry and I loved the kiss at the end of the movie. I thought it was really, really, really good. Yeah. I thought it was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was swirling sweet. around and I'm like, this is a grown up kiss. This is it a was. good kiss. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Two good actors to bring this movie yeah. to life for sure. Mm-hmm. And the spice level, there's really nothing in this. This is mild. Yeah. Yeah, mild. Nothing more. Nothing but kissing. Uh, the in in language, it's very clean. I, in that sense, it 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 is a natural adaptation for a book to adapt. Yeah, for Hallmark. For Hallmark. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And the chemistry in the book, I thought was okay. I don't know. Just they kept letting like really stupid things cause conflict and so that kind of i thought hurt the chemistry a little bit but i because i was kind of picturing taylor and Corey, that helped a little bit too so yeah it was just okay for me yeah agree yeah and then for trope time you have the second chance romance the city girl uh to the country you have the grumpy old man uh kind of a scrooge trope uh, a little bit 
Um, did you see anything else? I think that was it. I, yeah. Another thing I noticed is like in the book, the mom is like a TV host. She works on like what CV? What is that channel? The shopping channel. But oh, in the yeah, movie, she's a realtor. And I'm like, okay, why did we change that? Even though in the movie, it made sense for her to be a realtor, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. That's true. Uh, so would you give this book one to five crowns? Um, for the, for the book, I gave it a three. I gave it a three out of five. I agree. I agree. That's what I would give it to. Uh, all right, well, let's do our reading roundup. And like I said, I have, uh, books that I read in September and, uh, not much in October, but there are a couple, but, uh, uh, I'll start. So I actually have a bunch that, I listened to on audiobook uh, that every time I go to Disneyland, I like to, well, because I'm usually by myself when I go to Disneyland. Uh, and so I like to listen to audiobooks of uh, about animators uh, while I'm waiting in line. And it's just kind of, I think it's sort of fun. And uh, so I did a bunch. And so I'll just talk about them all together. Uh, I, uh, started out with somewhere out there, my animated life by Don Bluth. Um, Don Bluth is an animator, uh, and it's kind of funny to read, to listen to his book at D23 and Disneyland because he famously kind of left and took a bunch of artists with him, uh, left Disney, started his own company. And, uh, then he went on to animate, uh, secret of NIM and American Tale and uh, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, different uh, movies, Anastasia. Um, so that was fun to listen. It's a little cheesy. Uh, he has this whole thing where he's like talking to himself in a mirror kind of a thing. And throughout the book, it's a little corny, but I still overall enjoyed learning about his life. Um, then I listened to The Life and Times of Ward Kimball. Uh, Maverick of Disney Animation by Todd James Pierce, and he is one of the nine old men uh, from that Walt Disney declares the masters. And so it was very interesting to kind of learn about his life. Uh, then I listened to The Queens of Animation, the untold story of the women who transformed the world of Disney and made cinematic history by Nathalia Holt. And so this was fascinating because actually the Disney animation was pretty uh accepting of women and women animators uh and particularly their ink and paint paint departments uh were almost all women uh but it, there's people like mary blair and uh and so you get to learn about them in this uh in this book and so it was it was really fun i enjoyed that very much um, and then Miyazaki World, A Life in, in Art by Susan Jane Napier. And this is about Hayao Miyazaki, who's the famous anime animator. And this one, I, it was weird because I didn't learn that much about his life, uh, but they had these long sections on each of his movies. And I'm like, I've seen the movies. I know the movies. I don't need to hear your analysis of like the themes and things I want to learn about. Miyazaki so that was sort of weird so I wouldn't recommend that one but the rest uh, I would I would recommend I uh, I I enjoyed so anyway Yay. that's kind of a fun thing that I like to do when I go to Disneyland <laughs> that sounds so good that sounds so yeah a fun way to just experience 
waiting in line. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> Especially D23 because you wait in a lot of lines at D23. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if uh, if any of y'all are going, to, if you're listening, you go to Disneyland or any of the other parks, maybe check that out. There's a whole bunch of uh, um, books. Uh, there's a great book uh, about Walt Disney himself that took me took me forever to finish it but uh so yes if uh if you are looking for something fun to spice up your uh time in line <laughs> this is a fun way he's johnny and he's darren do you like movies do you like your childhood do you like movies from your childhood do you like podcasts about movies from your childhood if you answered yes to one or all those questions then you might enjoy nostalgia cast it's a podcast about movies from your childhood. So if you're nostalgic for nostalgia, then you might like Nostalgia Cast. So if that's the name of our podcast, Nostalgia Cast. Yeah, I, I think they got that. Should we sign off? Let's do it. I'm Johnny. And he's Darren. And, and this, this is, is Nostalgia, nostalgia Cast. I win. <laughs> what about you? What's your first one? So I will, I'm going to do the first, I'll do three really mm -hmm. quickly so okay. the first three i wanted to read some like spooky witchy books so i went read witchful thinking by celestine martin the kiss curse by aaron sterling and the very secret society of irregular witches by sangu mandana and out of these three i'd say the kiss curse by aaron sterling was my least favorite the, pre the previous one to this is called the x hex i feel like if you've read the x hex there's like this book felt like an exact duplicate of the first one. That's just my personal opinion. So I honestly say skip it. Witchful Thinking is the one that I read the most recent. It's a second chance romance between a witch and a merman set on the uh, Jersey Shore. Oh. So I thought that was an interesting setting. I've never read anything there. And yeah, with him being a merman, like kind of their mythology in the book is like, if you want something, you have to let it go kind of thing. Um, so he's back in town. She doesn't really expect him to stick around, but there's just her and her cousins, her and her sisters put like, they do a spell to like, um, I don't know, get the things that they want kind of thing. It was a lot of fun and it's definitely like a setup. You can tell that there's like more books coming. I hope so. Cause you just fall in love with like all of the side characters, but the Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches by Sangu Mandana, I, hands down, is one of my favorites of the year. It's so cozy. It's like equal parts kind of like gothic, like old house, you know, person, woman bought in to help with these like students or these kids that live there. And they're all three little girls of color that are also witches, but they need to learn how to um, kind of manage their power because there's like somebody, I think he's like a social worker coming in to make sure that they can stay together and they can stay where they are. And so they're like, help her, help these girls learn how to manage their power kind of thing. And of course, there's a romance between the um, Mika, who is like the witch they they bring in and the guy that's like, oh, like taking care of the girls. And he will go to the ends of the earth to make sure that they stay together. But he's also super grumpy. So it. <laughs> It was just so good. So if you're still in the mood for like autumnal reading um, and you can come across that one, whether at the library or the bookstore, like I loved this book. It's a great so, title. Yeah, it was uh, so fun. Very so. Society of Irregular Witches. Yes, yes. Fun. Draws you in. 
Uh, so this one about the she's in love with the merman, but how they does he is he able to to change back and forth or yeah so he i mean he's like walking around and he he only gets his fin on like the night when the there's a full moon out like that's when he really feels the urge to like go out there and like and swim and his fin comes back and all of that so yeah and the the thing that i loved about it is it's not like it's a small town and it's a secret that there are these paranormal creatures like everybody knows and everybody's something so i think that that made it just even more kind of like cozy and fun and the main character she's a witch but she's also like a high school history teacher so it just felt like really normal at the same time so yeah i recommend that one too Mm-hmm. so That's what is yours what's your next uh so my next is murder out of character by olivia matthews i read Yay. this because i interviewed uh it's patricia patricia sergeant slash olivia matthews slash she has like three uh pen names but this is super sweet and uh and very very kind and i enjoyed uh this mystery uh it, i mean it gets to some pretty dark places for hallmark there's like a serial killer involved in this and this we had done the first one in this series uh and marve i think is the character name it's this was also good we liked the first one um and she's good at kind of you know building the clues and the chemistry between marve and spencer the journalist who is helping her is is really well done uh and i guess we should talk a little bit about the uh the announcement about hallmark publishing uh so this is one of the last ones that we'll cover uh that we'll talk about because it's only a couple more books coming out and i was really really bummed about that and because i'd enjoyed uh a lot of a lot of the books and i just felt bad for all the authors that especially the ones that had signed deals or that had uh, that were anticipating a release and then all of a sudden didn't have it. Like there's uh, one that was going to be a uh, it's a wonderful life kind of take, uh, but uh, an LGBTQ story. Uh, and I forget the author's name, but uh, that now, now she's you know shopping to other people and everything, but so hope that hope for all the best, but that was just a bummer. A bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, stick around listeners because Rachel and I have received some book mail from Hallmark Publishing oh, yeah. and um, actually received some extra. So we're going to host a giveaway in yeah. the next couple, you know, weeks during the holiday season. So yeah, we have some, some Hallmark pub books mm-hmm. that we want to share with you guys. But yeah, it was super sad. I, it just kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. that it's it's ending but they have such amazing writers I, I know all of them will bounce back and and they'll find homes for their books or in the world of romance pub they will self-publish them you know if all if push comes to shove you know so we'll still get the books I yeah think. we'll still get and, the books and yeah we've we've talked to so many of the homework publishing authors on the podcast uh, so if if anybody is listening we're here to support uh and uh and uh, we're excited for you know what what's next for you all i i think it, i i didn't realize when we were talking to uh brand donovan last year i didn't realize how how key she was to everything yeah. i don't i don't know? think i realized either i that didn't it was either. like basically a one-woman show 
that, you know, they had a couple other employees, but yeah, she was her idea. It was her, uh, her, um, passion. Um, and, you know, now she's doing her own business, which best of luck to her, but, uh, but yeah, it was really, uh, that was a big blow when she left. So, yeah. But I mean, you know, like I, I, it's probably got to be exhausting yeah. being that one woman show, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's nothing as sure as life has changed. Right. 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 <laughs> um, did you, did you get a chance to read murder out of character? I haven't read it yet. No. Yeah. Cause we, we were thinking of reading it for this month, but then we decided mm-hmm. on pumpkin everything. So yeah. I, I definitely want to read it. Cause I enjoyed the the last one we read by her. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good writer. She definitely is. Uh, well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, okay. So I, my last, is it two? Okay. I have three more that I'll wrap up really quickly. So, uh, my Halloween romance by Wendy Dalrymple is like a novella on Kindle unlimited. It's so sweet. These two, it's kind of a second chance again, they're in their thirties. So I love seeing like characters that aren't like in their early twenties, but the heroine, she lives with her mom. She's moved back to the town and they have like a leaking roof. So she's like, we need extra money. So the town has this like haunted trail that they do every year for Halloween. So she auditions to be a character in that. And the hero is this guy that like, they had a thing for each other in high school, but they ran in different circles. So like they never would have dared, uh, but he owns it. And so it's kind of like workplace, like, you know, he's very hesitant, like technically I'm your boss kind of thing, but it was really fun. I know Halloween is more of a thing over here in the States than anywhere else, but it was a lot. If you're looking for something that's a quick read, I, I really adored this. And then a cup of autumn mm-hmm. by Melissa McClone, another autumnal small town romance, mostly sets like mostly takes place in a coffee shop. So you're getting tons of like pumpkin spice lattes and different pumpkin spice, like additions of different coffees. So I personally thought this was cute. And then the last one is actually a Christmas romance and it's the fireman's Christmas wish by Nan Reinhardt. She's a fantastic writer, Thule Publishing, who has quite a few every year, I feel like, books that are adapted either by Hallmark or on GAC or on Up TV. Really hope uh-huh. Nan's eventually is on there. But this is the conclusion to her Lang Brothers series. It's Grumpy Sunshine. The heroine actually used to date the hero's brother like 10 years ago. Uh, so that's kind of an interesting dynamic. But she's like this really fun, like preschool teacher. And he's like, grumpy firefighter but it's just adorable so that's the fireman's christmas wish it is part of a series but i feel like you can totally read it as a standalone trigger warning for death of a parent and then her mom is dealing with um dementia as well uh but i thought it was just so lovely so that's Mm. those are my reads those sound good you found a lot of good autumn reads i wanted to you know i wanted us to have some autumn books to talk about <laughs> on the podcast what did you what do you have next i see okay. your lynn painter yes I see one of your faves yes i had accidentally amy by lynn painter i you know i loved uh, better than the movies and i i've enjoyed every single book that she has uh, done he meets this guy and they uh she's kind of there's a meet cute in the coffee shop uh where she spills kind of coffee on him and uh she uh she ends up uh they have this sort of 
she she's waiting to get her coffee and uh it's taking forever and so she takes the she 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 takes uh, someone else's coffee that's amy and uh and and then she bumps into this guy and she thinks her name is amy and the next day shows up and he's her new boss and now she he thinks her name's amy and <laughs> that's i mean there's not a ton going this is a, a more of a novella um but it's like the two of them working together and and uh, workplace romance and everything like that it's i thought it was it was cute it was cute yeah. i just love her writing how she writes characters and uh the chemistry that she builds between characters i mean uh, better than the movies is is obviously her is my favorite uh of her books but uh this one this one was fun fun and light so yeah and i read where the sun rises by anna gomez and christopher palaha uh obviously for the interview i did with both of them and uh i hadn't read the first one of their their work together uh so this one i thought did a really good job of still being passionate but also keeping chaste uh, so if you're somebody that that's important to you, then this would be, I think, a good read. Like there's definitely times where they're tempted, but they they're committed to abstinence and everything. And appreciate that because I feel like a lot of times in chase romance, they act like they're not tempted at all, you know, that they don't want to cross that line. But in this case, no, there were definitely there were some pretty strong kissing scenes and things like that. Uh, but you know, they'd made that commitment. Uh, and so it is a like mildly faith-based a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, he's a, like, he's the son of this really wealthy person on the Island and, uh, and he's like a producer and actor in movies and she's the surfer. She got in this accident. So her confidence is, is, is a little shaken and they meet and they help each other and they it's kind of about their long distance romance and uh i i I like the characters i again i appreciated that it still managed to be kind of passionate yet chaste i thought they did a good job with that okay Mm -hmm. um and then uh last one i read is curvy girls can't date bad boys by kelsey stelting i again had her on the podcast uh i've been interviewing a lot of writers i guess i was just thinking about that i had i had olivia olivia matthews i had lynn painter i've had christopher Loa, anna gomez and kelsey Sultine all on the we love writers here on the podcast <laughs> yes. so uh but i really loved talking to her i thought that was a very good interview uh and uh so she was talking up all the different ones i'd read three of them but i hadn't read this one and I've really enjoyed this series. I think she she does a very good job of it, just using the curvy girl thing kind of as a hook to get you in. And then she actually has like really fun, good stories and good romances and good characters and stuff. And and uh, so it's just kind of incidental that they have to be curvy girls. It's just a way to kind of sell the book. But it's, it's all about the the stories. And in this one, you have a character who's whose father is basically kind of making her agree to an arranged marriage, which is maybe a little bit of a stretch for 2022, but uh, 
nevertheless, he's uh, from like uh, India or Pakistan or someplace like that. And so he wants to, her to set her up with this guy and she's always kind of gone along with it because she just, you know, wasn't confident enough. Uh, but then she meets this guy uh, who's the bad boy, I guess, like got tattoos and, uh, and he's a little bit, a little bit older uh, and, you know, she's kind of fascinated and turns out he's cinnamon roll. Uh, he's a super sweet guy, even though he has the tattoos and stuff. And uh, so she falls for him and then there becomes this problem because her father is, is counting on her marrying this guy and uh so i i enjoyed it i thought it was uh, a fun entry maybe not my favorite of the four that i've read uh but still i just really enjoy her writing and i think she does characters very well yeah mm-hmm. that sounds good. ya so there we go that is everything that i read in september and october it's been a good month well good past couple months yeah two months (laughs) well let us know if you're listening what you've been reading we would love to hear and if you've read the pumpkin everything it is in kindle unlimited so uh if you have that service then you can read it for free so why not (laughs) yes and we will be reading so there i think it's november 19th i think there is a hallmark premiere in November, and we are reading yet again the book version of it. The book is Long Lost Christmas by Joan Kilby. Again, like we kind of mentioned earlier, Thule Publishing has a lot of adaptations, and this is a Thule Publishing book. So yeah. join us, read with us. We'd love to have you uh, read the book and watch the movie. Talk about both. That's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah, let us know what you've been reading and uh, you can find us on both of us on Goodreads. So we'd love to uh, connect with you that way. And uh, Brie, how can people find you in your podcast? I'm on Instagram at Brie.unabashedly and I can be found on the Categorically Romance podcast. Yeah. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes to either of our podcasts, uh, please give us your five-star reviews and, and recommendations. We really, really appreciate that, especially during this holiday season where people are looking for coverage. Uh, it helps them to be able to find us. So please, please take a second and do that. It really helps us out. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun. We talked to a lot of writers uh, in the patron watch alongs. And uh, so please take a look at that and also uh, check out our merch store where we have lots of fun, new festive designs. So take a look at that. And uh, thanks so much, Brie. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.